Amen. We certainly thank God for each of you who are going to be joining us today. Uh, thank God for another beautiful day that he has made. We're certainly happy to be joining you once again. By way of call to worship today, our call to worship will be taken from Psalm 34. And I'll be reading the first eight stanzas of Psalm 34. In that place you'll find these words. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his trouble. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Would you join me in prayer? Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity to come together once again as a few of your believing members. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that uh, you've given us the opportunity that even though we are shut in, we are not locked out. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that even though we may have some distance between us, your Holy Spirit is still able to bind us together, heart to heart and breast to breast. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this opportunity uh, to come before your presence and worship and praise on this day. Oh, Heavenly Father, as we enter into this service, we ask that you will bless all who are hearing us on this day. Bless those, Heavenly Father, who are hurting. Bless those who are suffering. We pray right now, Heavenly Father, that uh, uh, we see the end of this, uh, this pestilence very soon. But, Heavenly Father, we place everything in your hands. And now we ask that you join us in this service. We ask that you will bless and sanction this coming together as only you can do. Thank you for all who are listening to your word and your services today from their own homes. And we pray this prayer in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. We will have another selection.
Without scripture for this morning, or out of the scripture reading, will be taken from the Gospel according to Matthew, Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16, and I'll be reading verses 13 through 20. Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 20. And in that place you'll find these words written. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood have not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell, painted shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. Then he commanded his disciples that they should tell no one that he was Jesus the Christ. Amen. May the Lord have a blessing to the reading of this word. Well, hear from our pastor this time. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Gibbons. Always, it's always good to be in the fellowship. <coughs> of course, we're learning that the uh, fellowship is not always necessarily in the physical presence. But uh, scripture was was clear. He said, "Where two or three yeah. are gathered, I, I shall be in the midst." And uh, most churches, <laughs> I think, have a clear understanding of what that what that now means. Uh, look, we're we're grateful. We're grateful to be here uh, this day. Uh, we recognize that many are joining us by Facebook Live, and uh, we thank you, Cedar Top. Um, uh, it's good to it's good to see you, even virtually. Um, I'm reading the comments and and getting a thumbs up. I'm getting text messages from folks, and that's encouraging. Uh, this is not uh, this is not an easy time uh, for pastors, uh, even seasoned pastors. Uh, I've had one tell me. He said, uh, he was one that's been in ministry for a while. And he said, these are unprecedented times. Uh, so there's, uh, there's some uh, angst, even amongst uh, church leadership right now. But look, and I know I'm here to welcome you. And I can't think of any, other, any better way to welcome you. The Lord's got this. He has this. I, I know we're three weeks into this. And, and hairlines are starting to be off. Beards are not as crisp as they were, and nails, and, but the Lord's got this. And so, settle in. I know there's a number of churches that uh, uh, you could have joined this morning, and so I thank God that you joined us on my Facebook Live. Um, we're still having church. We're still trusting the Lord. And so wherever you're at, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Um, one thing that I do want to remind all of you, uh, we do have three ways to give. 
that are that are in place. Uh, you can still mill your uh, mill your tithes and your offerings. We have the PayPal, and then we have the tithe lead as well. And so, if you're not familiar with those uh, methods, please take a look in the comments section. I believe we we have the links there, um, or just give us a call. But look, it, it pays to stay connected to the church. Um, be mindful that in this time, it's, it's, it's a good opportunity for us us not to just do ministry, but it's a good opportunity to, to do some stuff that you might not have been able to do in the past. Um, pick up a good book. I told my kids that the other day. Get a good book. Don't let this time pass without you building back into yourself. Perfect. That makes sense. We're going to go ahead with church. Um, at this time, we'll have our morning prayer by uh, Reverend, Reverend Gibbons. Again, sir, I thank you for your faith. So, Heavenly Father, help us 
to learn to lean and trust on you in these times when it seems like everything else is crumbling around us. Those have a father who are fearful of where their next paycheck's coming from. Let them understand, have the Father, that, 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 that they, you can give them strength to endure this thing. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this opportunity uh, to come before you. We pray right now for this church. We pray for Cedar Top and all of our members, one by one, name by name. All of our friends who, are, who, are, who come to us every Sunday. We're praying for them and their families as well. Most of all, we're praying right now for our pastor, Heavenly Father. We, we, we understand it's, it, 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 it's a big job. And, and it's a job that, that is, is, is tough. But Heavenly Father, give him the strength. Keep on doing the good leadership job that he's doing. We thank you for those who are making this possible, our, our media team. We thank you for our deacons and we thank you for uh, our members, uh, each one. And now, Heavenly Father, we, we don't know as tomorrow comes. We don't know what to expect. But Heavenly Father, we pray that you will continue to keep us, hold us, lead us, guide us. And Heavenly Father, in these uncertain times, we pray that you will place in front of us an opportunity to tell somebody about your son, Jesus Christ, and how they can become a member and a part of this team that you brought to Thank you, Heavenly Father. We pray as our pastor comes uh, with the word, we pray that the word will find fertile ground. And we pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We will have a another selection, and the next portion here will be that of our pastor, Dr. Marlon B. Fane. Amen.
side of the music department, abbreviated as it is this morning, and uh, it's so low that never needed it back, it, it did something to my soul. Okay. I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for what God is doing right here in the Cedar Top. So many that Roman uh, has alluded to. So many that are working behind the scenes, uh, even in the midst of, of what's going on. And uh, we continue to do our best to uh, extend outside these four walls. Uh, I keep saying it, and I'm saying it for a reason. If, if we can only do church uh, within these four walls, then it was never church to start with. It was a club. That's right. We're going to be a club, unless you say we're going to be a club. We're going to be the church. I continue to be thankful for what God is doing, even, even in this place. And I know there's, I'm talking to preachers all over this uh, this community and, and, and surrounding areas, and, and all are trying their best to continue to reach out. Excuse me, some have had to shut their doors. They do not have the media team that some some others have, and, and so we realize that there's a lot of hurdles. That being said, uh, what, a, what a fantastic opportunity the church has to be a witness. So I, I'm, I'm thankful for where, where we're at even, even now. Um, and we realize that this is just some real, this is real. Um, it's, uh, and I'm not, after, I'm not after anything from a political standpoint. Uh, but we spent, we spent some time saying that this would not happen. Not only happening, it's coming with a mighty punch. Uh, with that being said, uh, Reverend, I thank you for reminding God is still in control. From everlasting to everlasting. He is, He is God. So we hold on to that. And uh, we trust that uh, uh, when we come out of this, and we will come out of this, we will come out of this, that uh, we will be better for it church as individuals, our marriages, our relationship with our children, uh, we'll be better students, we will we'll be better for this. And so continue to be in prayer. There are many that are still struggling. Uh, we're praying for, no, for those, not just in this community, because the numbers are they're going up, even in this area right here. Yes, and so we know that there, there are many right now that are on, uh, on sick beds and they're alone. So we're praying for to be in prayer for their loved ones and uh, in prayer for all of us. I am, I am excited to start a new month. I, I wrestled with it as we prepare for even Resurrection Sunday uh, next week. Um, I, I looked at this, uh, I looked at this a couple of months ago. I think I even told the ministers in a meeting. I really wanted to look at a picture of Christ, um, if you will. Picture of Jesus the Christ uh, for the month of April. And I'll stick to that. I'm gonna stick to that. Um, and so, if it be His will, um, we'll start the first uh, sermon today on that series. A picture, a picture of Christ. What it means to know Jesus. And we'll, we'll tackle that all the month of April. If it, if it be His will. Let's, uh, let's pray. Father God, we we come even now. Asking your mercy and your grace upon this hour. 
We thank you, Father God, for the preached word. We thank you, Father God, for the songs on high. We thank you, Father God, for the prayers. We're thankful, Father God, that uh, we have an opportunity to assemble. Uh, even now, Father God, it's in a virtual sense. We're okay with that. We're going to be in your will, Father God, and we're praying that uh, you give us the heart to remain in your will. Touch those right now, Father God, that are uh, in the midst of anxieties. We, we know that many have, have lost jobs and many have watched their hours be decreased in the, in the workplace. We, we know that there are some that cannot pay bills, utility bills. Some are wrestling with mortgages, Father God. We, we know that there are many homes that are being stretched as it relates to even from a social standpoint, Father God. A lot of, a lot of us are spending more time with, with our loved ones than we possibly ever have. So, Father God, we're praying for patience, Father God. We're praying right now for faith, Father God. We're just praying that you just stay with us. Give us the discipline, even in the midst of this season, Father God, to study your word. You've given us so many, so many avenues, Father God, to to continue in worship. Reminding us that it's not just in these four walls. If we can only get excited, if we can only... I say hallelujah when we're in a crowd of people at church that we never had to start with. And so God, just remind us that if we're going to worship you, we must worship you in spirit and in truth. And bless this word as it goes forth. We're praying right now that you use me in whatever manner you see fit. Your people need to hear from up on high. Yes. yes. So Father God, I pray the word that you've given me. And I trust that give me the ability to articulate in a manner that you see fit. It's always our prayer, Father God. There, there's somebody who does not know you in the part of their sins. They'll come running down the aisle. It may be an aisle in their kitchen. It may be an aisle in their bedroom. Wherever it's at, they'll come asking what must I do to be saved. So we just thank you for one more opportunity to lift you up. We pray when it's all said and done. Indeed, we can say it was Forgive us of our shortcomings. Give strength. Give mercy. Give grace. Is our prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And amen. Real, real quickly. I know that you're praying. I know that you're praying with me. Um, I, I want to. I want to look in this uh, account of Matthew. I thank again, Doctor Gibbons, Reverend Gibbons, for your faithfulness. You. He read that in, I believe, 13 through 20. And I'm going to, of course, uh, walk through all that if he allows me. But I'm going to read uh, 13 through 16 uh, for, your, for your listening pleasure. And we'll, we'll dive right into this. When Jesus came into the region of Cicero, Cicero Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? That's just a reading. So they said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? 16. Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Lord, I have a blessing to the reading. 
mandatory that I, I title this. I would, I would look at he said, she said. He said, she said. <laughs> With social media and the internet, we now have access to the opinions of millions across the world. Whenever news hits, we hear countless angles of the news story from a number of news outlets and online news stories. Some outlets that would have been considered gossip columns just a few years ago are now mainstream. All that one would want to know, per se, is at their fingertips, literally. Detailed information related to the death, to the arrest, to the divorce of the celebrity couple of your choice, the rapper, the athlete, is all there to see We are in a time where an individual's entire biography can be pulled up on a cell phone. Definitions of word, word means, and syntax can be pulled up in seconds. We live in a time where the information highway provides more information than we can ever expect. And yet, with all this information, many still are perplexed at who this Jesus is. In fact, I argue that with more information as a society, we have become less compelled to search the truths of Holy Scripture and simply allow the opinions of others to dictate our view of Jesus. That's right. In short, Jesus has become, to many of us, whatever it means, the danger of this and, and the danger of that is it has eternal ramifications. If we take a look at this passage, and I, I know, I know your Bible students, but allow me to paint the scene. I, I thank God for it. Look, it is something when you're used to, you're used to connecting. And, and so I thank God for my staff. They, they allowed my, my uh, choir, in a sense, to come back and sit even in the midst of that, that does, that does help. Let, 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 let me paint the scene. Jesus, Jesus has withdrawn from the mainly Jewish region of Galilee. And he's entered uh, Caesarea Philippi, or Caesarea Philippi, an area mostly populated by Gentiles. Yeah. Now keep in mind that Caesarea is a, there's a number of, a number of areas uh, that are provided this name. We want to make sure that we understand that this territory is 25 miles northeast from Galilee. Almost 120 miles from The area was associated with idols and, and deities, including statues dedicated to Caesar. As David Guzik point, points out, it's almost as if Jesus deliberately sets himself against the backdrop of the world's religion as he teaches. The time is crucial as we are now six months from Calvary. And Jesus is making sure the disciples are getting as clear as possible an understanding of who he really is and why he has come. Some say Jesus was a political disciple, purposed to bring the Jewish nation from under the hand of Roman rule. Some say he was John the Baptist, proponent of national Jewish Herod had implied that he was the resurrected John the Baptist. Yeah. This seemed to be an adopted theory 
Some said he was the prophet Elijah, mm-hmm. a worker of miracles. Malachi four and five even prophesied that Elijah would come again, yeah. right before Christ. Luke points out that this was actually not the Baptist who came in the spirit and the power of Elijah. Some say that, that Jesus was Jeremiah. Jeremiah was the weeping prophet and, like Jesus, had a heart for the spiritual decay of the nation. And others even said that he's one of the other prophets who speak the words of God. Then we had those like the Pharisees who have convinced themselves and attempted to convince others that Jesus was an imposter. So one thing is clear. We can never get a clear picture of Jesus from the he said and the she said of the world. Wearsby points out that we can never make a true decision about Jesus by taking a poll of the people. And we must be clear on where we are at personally. Jesus already understood this and so he extended the question further. Who do you say that I am. Yeah. I think right now, while I was into it, they, I'd hear an amen or two from This is the question for all of us. What do we, what do we say? This is an, an interesting account. Again, I, I know that you're Bible students, and, and I know that this is one that you're familiar with, and you, and you study, and You've heard some fantastic preachers preach about it. But I want to pull two or three nuggets that I think will help us. Even we're at right now, even in the midst of COVID-19, I think it's important. I think it's critical. Maybe even more critical that we know who Jesus Jesus is. He's saying We look at we look at people. Trying to get the disciples to understand who he really is. 
ourselves in 2020, he's doing the same thing.
We're going to have the sunrise services next week still. We're going to, we're going to hear a lot of uh, Easter messages or Resurrection Sunday messages. And nothing wrong with that. But truth be told, many of us are not going to have a clear understanding even after those services. But who Jesus, who Jesus is. I'm not trying to take away from my points, but, but the, the, the scripture is, is, is peppered with those that, that, that wanted uh, the, the miracles, if you will. They wanted, they wanted the benefits uh, from a temple or a worldly standpoint. They had no desire and a deeper relationship with Jesus. They really had no desire to, to know who Jesus was and who Jesus is. So the same thing for many of us. We're at a point now with all this information. We've got more translations of Bible. We've got, we've got stuff electronically. We've got uh, 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 right now, maybe right here in the time. We're going to get some numbers one of these days. I forgot how much we're, we're really using it. we got all this stuff before us. And, and, and we, still, we still don't have a clear picture of any of us. Ooh, Jesus is. So we're, we're satisfied with what others, others tell us. Peter, Peter wasn't satisfied. Jordan in the mid-80s start to, and 
I, I, I enjoyed watching Jordan. But I, I don't have a relationship with Michael Jordan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Michael Jordan. And guess, guess who doesn't know Marlon Fan? Michael Jordan doesn't, doesn't know this. I can put up, I can, I can put up all the posters in my room of Michael Jordan. I can look at all the old YouTube footage of Michael Jordan. And you go ask Michael Jordan right now. Able by the, the power of God to deal with both those situations. 
And he said, because of that experience, he said, I know I can deal with this I can deal with this giant right here. What am I saying? I'm saying 2020 has been rough. I don't know, I don't know how old y'all are, but you just count those years. And you think about all the years and the experiences that he has brought you through and brought you from. And you should be able to do like David right now and look that giant right in the eyes and say, I come with the, in the power of God. Doesn't mean that we don't take precaution. That doesn't mean that we, we don't need what the, what the governor says. If he says stay, you stay. There's no debate in that man. He says, have, don't have any more than 10. Don't have any more than 10. But whatever he says, I put my trust in God a long time ago. And I just know that if the Goliath that he's allowed me in my own life to deal with, that this right here is what he is. And let me help somebody real quick. Don't, don't, don't call me. Don't call me, but don't call me about this. That doesn't mean that people that are wrestling with it and have been diagnosed or died don't have a faith. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Yeah. There were, look, Hebrews reminds us that there was something that tore in two. Tore something. So don't, don't, don't do that. But what I'm saying, I'm saying right now, if you want to face this thing, your family's going to face this thing. We're all facing some uncertainties. We're, we're looking at some financial stuff. We're looking at some other stuff. I know folks are wrestling with depression and all that. You stop letting these go on. He's given you strength to deal with the lions before and to deal with the bears before. He'll give you the strength to deal with this right now. So Peter, Peter was, Peter was sure. Peter, Peter was sure because his experiences that he had already had with Jesus compelled him to say, to say this. Let me give you a few from the Bible since it's like a pool. 
what Simon was, the sorcerer, and what Acts 8, right? And, and he came to Peter and John, and he had, he had watched him. And, and he had saw, he had seen that the people were receiving the Holy Spirit. You know, that was through the power of God. But, but then he saw that the, it was through the power of God in the land of hands. <laughs> and Simon said, he came to him and he said, look, I got a little, little cash on you. And he said, I want to I wanna pay you. I want to pay you so you can <laughs> so slide me that now. And, and, and of course, he was rebuked. He was rebuked for that. And we've got to understand, we laugh and we chuckle, but we said the same thing today. We have cheapened you have cheated the gospel. The church is, 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 is at fault for this. We have, we have told people that they can be whole in Christ without accepting him. That's a problem. A lot of us have simply come into the church not, not wanting to have a deeper relationship with Jesus. Just try to get some stuff on the side. If I could just do a little bit of this, do a little bit of that. Paul 
relations that just a little leaven or sourdough, it'll 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 leaven the entire the entire match. Now I compel you to in this downtime get a good picture of, of Jesus. Use this time to build a relationship with him. You can do like Peter. You, you first have the confidence to even answer. Then you can, then you can be sure and trust your soul. Scripture reminds us that God will help reveal the truths of who Jesus, who Jesus is. Stop allowing the he says and the she says and all those opinions of Jesus to dictate. He went.
and pray even now that they have the prayers of this church, prayers of this pastor. Give strength as we enter a new week. We're praying now, Father God, that you just continue to dispatch our angels around us. We're trusting you for your protection. Father God, we know that if you protect us, we shall be protected. So we thank you. Bless us now. In Jesus' name, we ask all these things. Amen. Amen.